It'd be a good idea to understand the folks you'll be selling in government. The myths of selling to the government. If you're using traditional sales techniques to sell to the government, you're doing it wrong. The podcast is brought to you by Government Selling Solutions, a consultancy helping companies sell to the government. Now, here's Rick. Thanks, Gabby, and welcome back, everyone. We've been talking a good bit about the relationships you need to build to sell to the government, reminding you once again that it's relationships that build government sales. So, who are these folks you need to build these relationships with? Well, there are basically three types of government buyers, procurers, influencers, and end-users. Sound familiar? Well, if you're selling the non-government markets, you're basically selling to the same folks. What we're going to do, though, is talk about them in the context of the strange land where they live, the government. First, the procurers. Now, these are the folks often referred to as contracting officers. They're charged with managing the purchasing process. They serve as filters, often gatekeepers, and some folks find them really annoying. But these are the experts who really know how the government buys stuff. Plus, they're the ones in charge of buying, even though they may not ever see the product and sometimes they won't even know what it is. Now, most of your selling efforts will not be focused here. You've got a good bit of work to do to even to get to these folks. Now, they can be a partner in your sale or an absolute nightmarish obstacle. And sometimes it depends on how you approach them. Kissing up doesn't work. It can downright annoy them. But showing a genuine concern for helping them do their job will help. How do you do that? First, understand their pain. They have the tough job of getting the best value for the organization while following strict rules. They have to satisfy end users, even though they may not fully understand them. Heck, they may not even know them. And they have to deal with the fact that end users often don't understand contracting officers either. And sometimes the end users consider the procurers a hindrance rather than a help. Next, you need to understand their rules. Now, these rules can be extensive and can be overwhelming, but generally they're really not that complicated, even though there may be a lot of them. You can check out their websites, and you'll probably find a section on how to do business with fill-in-the-blank. You just have to read quite a bit. And if you don't understand the rules, just ask. They'll be glad to answer. They want as many people to bid on the work as possibly can do the work. Finally, remember to constantly demonstrate true value and reliability. Yes, the procurers have lots of rules, but what they really want is true value. They want the stuff they buy to produce success. Otherwise, they have to buy it again, do twice as much work the second time, and deal with agitated end users. Those are the procurers. Now, the influencers. Influencers are the program managers and key decision makers. And don't let the term influencer mislead you. The word influencer may seem a bit light. Many of these folks carry considerable power over decisions. With this group, a first consideration is relieving the pain they're experiencing. If you don't truly understand what it is, 
keep digging until you do. If they've already published specifications for their bid, you may be too late to understand what's behind the written words. Perhaps we've mentioned that before. But if you can honestly check the box, then prove you're easy to work with. Reinforce that you know the rules and will not cause headaches. Finally, hammer home that you're a safe bet. The more that influencers feel you won't embarrass them down the road, the more likely you'll get the contract. Last, but certainly not least, the end users. These are the folks who are the specialists in the job for which the buy is being made. They may not have the broad strategic perspective of a program manager, but they know the details and the inner workings of their world better than anyone. This doesn't mean they understand the ins and outs of procurement. They may not. They really don't need to. You may even have to help guide them through their own procurement process. They won't mind. A word of caution. Um, learn the hard way. Be wary of the end user who tells you, hey, you've done a good job, and the decision has been made to buy from you. Congratulations. Sounds good, right? Well, don't count on it. At least not yet. When you hear this good news, next find out what the real purchasing process will be. The end user may not know or may think he knows but really doesn't know. He may think it's much easier than it really is. How many times have we heard, all we need to do is take it to bid and I'm sure you'll do well. Then the specs come out and they're not what you anticipated and the door for your competition to sneak through becomes wide open. Then there were the times when an end user has said, okay, we've picked you, and when can you start? You've been bitten before, and you say, wait, what's the purchasing process? You're told, it's a pretty simple process. Expect an order soon. Are you sure, you ask? Yeah, we're off to the races. And you think, sure. And, despite all your skepticism, you got an order in the next few days. Who knew? By the way, this hasn't happened to me often, but when it did, I sure looked good to the bosses. As you can imagine, selling messages with the end-users group is features and functions of your solution, but, I must add, only in a targeted fashion, aimed at how these features will eliminate their pain. Okay, procurers, influencers, and end-users. Figure out who's what in the process. Understand what they need from you and tailor your approach to those needs and their position. The payoff? A long, loyal customer. Today's episode has been brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions. Getting government sold.